What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Meet the Creatives. I'm Rob, who makes this podcast, and today is my birthday, and I want to reflect back on the last year from my last birthday to this one. For the record, I'm 32 years old, which I understand for some of you seems very young, and I understand more recently that for some of you, I seem like an old man to you, but I'm not, and you'll be 32 before you know it. I had a lot of growth over the last year, and it's been great. This time last year was the time that I quit my job and worked completely as a DJ and photographer and to make a living doing just those two things. And that was really, really scary. I would have never been able to progress as fast as I did over the last calendar year if I didn't have that sense of impending doom of, holy shit, rent is due and I'm really short. I gotta get out there and hustle and make a move and line up some either DJ gigs or photography gigs. I think what I'm talking about here is setting goals. And this time last year, you know, that was my goal was to a year from now to look back and be getting paid to do what I love and not having like a boss. So I think that setting goals is important and then sticking to them is, is really key. Along that same line, I think that this year I really have worked on setting boundaries and I've been working a lot in therapy and sobriety to sort of protect the things that I have in my life that are good and to set boundaries with things that I think maybe aren't the best for me. More recently, I've been saying no to a lot of things, podcast requests, potential opportunities. I just say no to them, and I know when something is a good fit, and that requires a lot of self-awareness and mindfulness. That's really important in order to navigate life, especially being entrepreneur is way too big of a word for it, but being someone who is self-sustaining with your own creative passions, you need to learn to say no to things and you, you need to really think about what it is that you say yes to and who it is that you give your time to. And when you're young, I think that you should say yes to everything. That's the time to taste and try and do everything and travel the world and whatever, it, whatever your version of that looks like. Going forward in my 30s, thinking about my life, I recognize my strengths and what I'm good at, and I know what it is that I want to do, but now I know what it is that I don't want to do. Another huge thing, and I touched on this a little bit before, is the value of having a, a really good support system. People that are gonna give you unconditional feedback and tell you when you're being awesome and will get out there and advocate for you. I have people in my life now that they care more about me than I care about me, and I'm working on that in therapy, but. For example, my friend Matt Townsend, he really cares about me. And like, I wish that I thought about me like Matt thinks about me. And that's something that I'm working on. But I have a network of people that really have my personal best interest in mind. And it takes work to make that happen. And I also have people in my life that tell me when I'm completely full of shit and I'm feeling sorry for myself and need to really get my act together and get out of self-pity. Really take inventory of people that support you, that know about your life and the things that are important to you and keep those people around. And just toxic people, I just really have no place for that in my life right now. I just have a zero tolerance policy with it. Just think of it like this. It's like three strikes and you're out. Like three egregious things. Like one time somebody fucks up, like not a big deal, whatever. Second time, you're like, dude, you know, you're kind of acting like a piece of shit about this thing. What's the deal? Or they just do something that's completely selfish or just, you know what I'm talking about. And if it happens a third time, just cut them out of your life. Just cut them out completely. Just do it. Because if you are going to allow that, that is time that you're going to be ruminating about things and you get into this self-doubt place because you're around negative, shitty people. Whereas I have people that literally will FaceTime me in the middle of the day and be like, Rob Johnson, what are you doing with your day today? Like, you need to be getting after it. I heard that you came down in your price. Why did you do that? Respect your own self. Respect your boundaries. What are you doing, dude? Get after it. Hit up 200 people. God, just go do. Just go 
make it happen. I have friends that are pushing me and sometimes it annoys me because I'm not used to it. But keep those people around and get them in your network. You can find them. They are out there. This podcast is a testament. Every single person that I met on this podcast, I had never met before. I had like three friends in the design field and those were people that I knew from college. So there's been like 200 people after that. You can do it. Stop doing sorry for yourself and just go do it because they're out there. One of the biggest moments of the last year was the Q&A that I did in person with Chris Doe and Brian Collins. I wanted to, ha to have them in my life so much and to be friends with them now and just know that I can call like their personal cell phones and run things by them and talk with them is really such a great blessing and an amazing thing. So doing that Q&A was really cool. But one of the biggest things we talked about on that show, and if you haven't listened to it, it's like the best piece of content I, I think that I've, I've put out in the last six years. So go listen to it. They were talking about the importance of good communication skills, but I really started to think about what that means, what that actually means to be a good communicator. I think the way in which you communicate and the thoughtfulness behind what it is that you say, the intent behind what you say is absolutely critical being able to communicate when things are good and being able to communicate when things are bad or where you feel like your expectations are not being met, you need to communicate effectively throughout your life. Because if you don't, in my own personal experience, here's how it normally goes down. I take an issue with something that somebody does. I don't like the way that it felt. I don't like the way that it went down. But I don't say anything because I'm a people pleaser. That's just, that's how I am. It's one of my character defects I learned that in sobriety. I like to just, I want everyone to like me. I would rather compromise my own values and have you like me than to cause a problem. So you, you don't say anything. And then you don't communicate. Then that person does said thing again. Now it's a resentment. Then it, co it continues to build. Maybe you say something, maybe you won't, or maybe you'll communicate in a way which is this abrasive way or in a way that you're not really talking about your feelings. You're just sort of being either passive aggressive, you're not really communicating effectively what it is that you are trying to convey to that person. Or maybe you do that at a bar, or maybe you do that in passing at the water cooler. You don't genuinely go to someone in a non-confrontational way and try and effectively communicate with them about how that makes you feel or why it is that you do that. So then you continue to have this spiral happen. And then what happens, for me at least, is I fly off the handle. One day, it's a bridge too far. It usually is the time that doesn't merit the reaction that you give it, but you finally snap and you act like an asshole, just for the lack of a better word. I, going forward, I think I learned this in the last year and I'm only kind of just getting the reins on this now. I want to be a better communicator all along and make sure that the relationships that I have are built on mutual respect. And if something is wrong, I want to be able to talk about that. And now if that person doesn't want to have that clear and effective nuanced calm communication devoid of ego, then I can have that person be a part of my life. I'm learning I need to be an effective communicator and I need to take my ego out of the equation and speak up when it's time to speak up and do so in a way that's non-confrontational. And then if we feel like we're not still not making any progress or it's not being met by the other party with a sense of humility, like if you're coming humble and like they're coming at you like chastising you, then you got to be out and you got to just cut that out of your life. And that's what being 30 really for me feels like. And lastly, I want to talk about something that I know that people that are just setting out in their 20s don't want to hear about, but it was something that was always said to me early on. And nothing frustrated me more in my 20s than hearing this word 
And it's something that is just, I think in our society, it's just a very good like clickbaity sort of thing to talk about, but patience. I know you don't want to hear about patience, but I think I'm now more patient than ever. I think I really proved it to myself the other day when I was handed this golden opportunity that I knew I wasn't necessarily the best fit for. I could have totally done it, but I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm gonna probably not do well in this role and this may backfire, this may not be good, but I am patient with my long-term goals and I know that eventually a better opportunity will come where I'll be able to thrive, but for now I'm gonna say no. And it was something that was like a dream job for me. It was something I was really excited about. And I have just learned the value of being patient and waiting for the right thing. And that is something that has taken a long, long time. But now it is a muscle that is very, very, very strong. And there have been moments, like for this podcast, for example, like I wasn't happy with the growth and I just stopped doing the podcast. And my friends were like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We all listen to your podcast all the time. Like, why are you stopping? We all like it. Keep going. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, I'm going to do something completely different because it's not working. They're like, dude, you, you started this thing like four years ago, dude. What are you doing? Keep after it. Meet the creators is a good thing. Over time, more people will come. There are a million different ways in which you can improve the offering that you're giving, like doing long-form video on YouTube. Shout out, rate, review, and subscribe. And I was impatient. This year, for the first time, I really genuinely do feel, since last April, I really do feel a sense of patience. And I find that I find patience, I'm not sure if that made sense, by knowing that I'm doing the right thing. So for example, for my photography business, I made my website much better this year. I started getting more money for gigs and I started putting myself out there more. I know that I'm moving the ball in the right direction. I know that we're going like downfield and eventually we're gonna get that touchdown. But for right now, I know that I just gotta keep the drive alive to use like a football analogy. Sorry to all my friends from the UK. I don't know how to use soccer analogies, but we got a man on third. We got two outs, two strikes, but we got a man on third and we're still alive and we're still doing it. Okay. The sports analogy is probably a little bit tired at this point, but I know that I need to be patient and I know that I have an opportunity here to do extraordinary things with my podcast, with my life and with everything I have going on, but I need to be patient and that takes a long time. And I've found that I'm able to be patient because I know that I'm doing things to better myself and to better my future. And in the times in life that I felt impatient, those were times that I really was in ego and I was in self-pity, and I was letting my own self-will and my own what was me bullshit to dictate my life. Whereas really what I needed to do was get after it and then stay patient. And all the people that you look up to and you aspire to are consistent and patient, and they take those two things and they run with them. So I think that's pretty much it. I got my family coming over today for my birthday. I'm super excited about it, 32 years old. I love being 31 because I'm a Mets fan and that was Mike Piazza, but 32 for my NASCAR homies out there is Ricky Rudd, so we'll take that. The Tide Ride, number 32. About three people knew what I was talking about. Shout out to the NASCAR fans out there. I know there must be some because I've had some amazing guests from NASCAR on the show. So if you like what you saw today, 
definitely check it out. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, dude, who are you talking to? Like you have like no subscribers and there's barely any videos here. I did a million podcasts and for whatever reason, I didn't put video with them because I was lazy. I was impatient. But if you go on Apple Podcasts right now, you go to meetthecreatives.org, you can find all the links, meetthecreatives.org. You can find all the links. It's probably somewhere down here. You can check it out. And going forward, there will be a lot more video content coming out for YouTube. Again, I'm facing my fears. I was impatient. I wanted everything to happen right and fall into my lap. And I just avoided doing YouTube. How could you bitch about not having a podcast that's not doing well and your videos are not on YouTube? You can't. Thank you. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Working on getting it back up on Spotify. It got pulled because of some illegal music that I had on there. Uh, But I'm going to talk to the team and my friends that work at Spotify and we're going to get it back up online because I am patient. I will sit through it and I will make it happen. Happy birthday to me, y'all. We out here. Love you guys. I'll be putting out more content. We have some editors from Euphoria, people from Stranger Things. It's going to be an amazing year going forward and I can't wait to come back and report back when I'm 33. God willing. Peace.